Welcome to another episode of Theological Sidebars. How's it going? Uh, one of these I hadn't, I don't know, I'm just getting the point of always saying every video. Haven't done one of these in a while. Yeah, who cares? Nobody cares. Now on to the article. Thank you for watching, listening. If you are listening right now, feel free to like and subscribe. It helps. Just do it while you're listening. Just click the little thing. Here's the article for the day. I was searching, looking through things on my Twitter feed and, um, you know, came across this article that I thought would be interesting to interact with. Uh, it comes from the Wall Street Journal. It says, why middle-aged Americans aren't going back to church. Americans in their 40s and 50s often identify with a religion, but they're also in the thick of raising kids, caring for aging parents, and juggling demanding jobs. So I thought this would be an interesting uh, just thing to work through and to talk about because, um, you know, we've been going through the book of James, and there's been some stuff in there that I think that um, you know that we're neglecting, that we're we're missing out on um, as we if we don't gather together. So I want to highlight some of those, uh, but also I want to look at this article because this is something I started noticing. Uh, probably the last four or five years, I started to see this, and they'll, they'll mention it that a lot of this stuff is expedited by COVID. But I feel like there's been a giant gap, and it seems like uh, there's a significant group that are in that, and they they say it's the 40s and 50s uh, that have just pff, they're gone. And, but they still claim to be somewhat religious. So let's look at this article together, uh, kind of look through some. I'll have some thoughts on that, and then we'll close it up. So uh, it says that uh, church attendance is dropping. We're talking about Gen Xers here. So in their 40s and 50s, they say they're religious. It says, but raising kids, caring for parents, juggling demanding jobs uh, that spill into the weekend— I will say this, by the way, that's probably something that they say, but many people I know, their job don't spill into the weekend. They just don't want to be at church. They go somewhere else. You know, the lake, it's always a big one. Travel, you know, all the things that you want. Anyways, so during the pandemic, it says many got out of the habit of going regularly to religious services uh, and didn't resume. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, some have been drifting away before or at least uh, or became disillusioned by church scandals or positions on social issues in recent years. So that's kind of what the, the gist of this article is, is that uh, people uh, who were kind of already ready to make a step out, stepped out. Uh, others are kind of like, you know, they, they, they've gotten to a point where they have their beliefs and they don't like what the church says. And so they're on their way out as well. That, that's not too shocking. Um but, uh, you know, it's shocking whether, whether they knew that or not. Um, but I think what might also be shocking to some of the people is uh, these were maybe not issues that were necessarily issues that church thought they even had to talk about until of recent. And the church has, has to address these things. And then people are going to pick. Do I pick culture and uh, what that side or do I pick what the, the scriptures teach? Anyways, let's keep going with the article, though. Uh, so it says... Percentage of people 39 to 57 who attended a worship service during the week, either person online, fell to 28% in 2023. So 28%, only 28% of people, this is insane, uh, from 39 to 57 go to some sort of worship service. And this is not just Christians, by the way. This is now, of course, they're going to talk about some Christians in a second, some good old Baptists here. But right now, they're just talking about you know people in general. Uh, and it was 41% in 2020. So you see what's going on there, too. That's a 13-point drop in just three years. Uh, largest percentage drop of all age groups. 
So they give to somebody who's in Memphis. Uh, Marlon Eddins, 45 years old, lives in Memphis, Tennessee, works in the automotive industry, attends church about half as often as he did before the pandemic. I got out of the habit of not going, says the father of 25, uh, 25 and 19-year-old. I go to church, but not often, uh, but not as often as I probably should. And I think that's a very common thing. And, I, and people I've talked to since then, since COVID, I mean, that's a big thing. Is, yeah, I just, I've gotten out of the habit and I don't come as often. That is something that you see uh, in church stats, by the way. Most church stats, it used to be you could just kind of count a Sunday morning. They say, really, you have to kind of look at the, the month, now, which is crazy uh, because the swings like that. But you really don't know how many people you reach how many people are yours? You have to kind of look at the church in a month-to-month view so that you can see because people are, you know, we're at the stage of once a month, twice a month is regular, considered a regular, you know, attender or member even now. Should not be the case, but let's keep going. Um, let's see. He and his family changed churches and now attend a non-denominational church rather than the Baptist church of his youth. There's a different vibe and a culture shift, he says adding that he retains his core Baptist beliefs. When you got faith, you got faith. I just don't think going every Sunday makes you who you are. Now, that is something that I um, feel like we need to come back and address. I want to put a marker there. This idea of not going on Sunday is not, you know, it makes you... And I will say this, I think to some extent churches uh, have only themselves to blame because... During the pandemic, we just said it doesn't matter to gather. Not, you know, not everybody did, but as a whole, it, we, we just kind of said, don't worry about getting back, and you don't really need this. It's not. And, and some of the larger churches, you know, um, have kind of who stayed kind of indefinitely closed, um, kind of taught that. And they said there was no reason for even that we needed to really have to gather, which we'll, we'll look at in a few verses there. But there's this idea, right? That that uh, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I think it does. I think it really does. Um, so we'll come back to that. Let's keep going. Um, now it's as low as millennials who go, um, and uh, baby boomers and people 77 and older still have the highest attendance rate, 38%, 53. Um, let's keep going a little bit more. They have a few other people that they give. And, and we'll look at those, too, just kind of their reasons. Uh, they said the drop-off has been building. Um, and uh, they say parents often attend church or temples to get their kids through certain religious milestones, including confirmation or bat mitzvahs. Uh, and then after that, they start to wane every year. That's kind of a true thing, too. Uh, Trisha Taylor, 59-year-old ordained minister, church consultant in Houston said people in their 40s and 50s grew up in one church and never questioned until going to the uh, going and never questioned going until the pandemic which gave them time to re- to examine their beliefs and practices some are disenchanted by uh, polarization within churches and positions over many issues including gay rights which may affect their children that's something i've noticed too right uh, the 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 beliefs of people uh, it, it's one thing to hold them but for a lot of people where they crumble and they don't endure uh, or cling continually to the Word of God is when it's somebody closer to them. There are many people I've seen, even in pastoral ministry, uh, that kind of give up on these things. Once a family member or somebody else uh, close, they, 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 this is what they do. So this is what they say people are doing. They're seeing this. It's so widespread in our culture that people are saying, well, now is a time, you know, now we're hearing about this from the church and, you know, I'm going to choose my kids over 
the teachings of the congregation, right? That's kind of what we're seeing here. Uh, here's a guy, 41, uh, no longer attends, donates to church, but we're still on Catholic on a survey so, uh, and supports Catholic schools and their sports programs. He went to Catholic school, stopped going in his 30s, and he says the new priest marginalized people who were gay and living out of wedlock or divorced. So uh, I guess had a problem with, you know, I would say it sounds like a, a biblical view of sexuality being expounded by his uh, priest there. So, I mean, if he didn't want to go for that, then if well, I don't have much more to say to that. Okay. Uh, he said, I'm not interested in hearing those sermons. Yes, Paul even said people would look, find teachers that will tickle their ears uh, in Timothy. Um, let's see. Let's go on. It says... Um, the uh, there's the drop off in attendance uh, in the it, you know that they're uh, they liken the drop off in attendance kind of like the quiet quitting phenomena in uh, the workplace. They see this too. Here's another thing that's really interesting about this article uh, as they talk about the, the issue of serving and volunteering. So it says um, volunteering fell about twenty percent of church to, to uh, fell to about twenty percent of church membership in March 2022. About forty. Uh, from about 40 in 2020. So we're seeing that like even people don't want to be involved anymore. So that was almost cut in, it's cut in half of like prior to pandemic, people are serving and now like people don't want to serve. And, and I think that's all this laziness factor as well. Uh, it says they show up on Saturday or Sunday, but less apt to jump in and help. And, um, you know, if he said, by the way, that members will stay and engage if they find meaning and connection. Um, they say people who will rain on membership roles, but stop volunteering. And, uh, in many cases they continue making donations until their credit card expires. If asked, they continue to describe themselves as Protestant, Jewish, or other denominations. It's not like they're walking away saying I'm an atheist now and don't believe. They still believe in God and live life with purpose, but are done with the institutional church. Okay. Um, and then they gives this other lady who was a Southern Baptist and doesn't like the fact that things are changed with it comes to uh, uh, restrictions on women as pastors. And uh, so now she's uh, Zooming in uh, worship services from an Episcopal church and gathering in a progressive Baptist pastor's home. Not sure what that means, um, but uh, it just kind of goes on. This is kind of what's going on. It says people's, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're busy with jobs and with kids. That's kind of the example that people are giving. You're even seeing this happen with the Mormons, it's saying too. So you're seeing those Jews and Catholics and Mormons. Uh, so this is across the board. And this is the piece that I want to get back to, right? Is you know, people are going to hide behind, you know, everything's busy. The truth is we make priorities for other things easily. Those same people who I've seen who are busy time and time again, um, are, have no problem. They're not busy for when they go on trips or when they go out. Like, we're just too busy for church. Now, I want to go back to that thing because I think that, that what that one guy said that, bless that guy's heart, from Memphis, uh, who, you know, he's kind of the first quoted one, but I'm, I'm not meaning to pick on him, but I think what he says is kind of the encapsulates kind of where I think this, this all comes from. It's right here, this line. It says, but when you got faith, you got faith. I just don't think going every Sunday makes you who you are. And I would argue that going on Sunday does make you who you are. Um, this is where we need to see is that we have so downplayed 
the purpose of gathering. So here's something I've become more, you know, kind of convicted about, uh, is when you read the scriptures and you begin to see uh, just more and more about what has to happen in the body, the gathered body of the church. You know, so obviously, you know, I'll, I'll bring, uh, I'm going to bring one of these over. I'm going to show you my screen uh, right here is, you know, all of us, uh, if you've grown up in church, are familiar with this part right here, right? That, uh, that was said in the book of Hebrews, let us consider one another in order to provoke love and good works, uh, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other all the day more as you see the day approaching. Okay. That's important. Um, and when you read that, first off, he's not giving us an option. Maybe some want to read this and say, you know, we should not neglect, meaning, you know, we it's a good thought to think about getting together sometime. Like, that's not what that is. It's like, you need this. You need church, right? And, and we need to gather together, as he says, encouraging one each other. So in one sense, you know, not only do you need to be at church, because we need to be there, right? We need to, to hear the word. But, but there's this piece that God needs you to be at church because of your relationships to what you do with other Christians. Let me give you the piece that I think James has really shown us as we've been going through the book of James. Let me show you James chapter 5, and let's look at, uh, let's go back to 16. He says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another, and pray for one another, so you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. Elijah was a human being, as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain for three years and six months. It did not rain. Then he prayed again, the sky gave rain, and the land produced its fruit. My brothers and sisters, if anyone among you strays from the truth and let, uh, and someone turns him back, let that person know that whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way will save his soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. So here's the deal. I think one of the things that we see in this, right, is that... Um, you need to gather together. You need to be part of your church body for this stuff to take place. Why is it not always work? It's this. There you go. If you're watching, I'm trying to have issues. Always, always my screen is flipped. I can't see what I'm doing with my fingers here. But in order for this to take place, you have to be known and be part of the body, right? The, the New Testament, you know, it, it envisions that the church is a group of people who are gathered together, calling each other out, confessing their sins, praying for each other. And you could say, well, I don't need to have the church to do it. But you do, right? You need to be gathered together regularly with the body. I, I think, you know, not only do you need that, is you need to be in the church regular, and you need to find a group within that to be regularly admonished to grow together so that you can call each other out of sin, confess uh, sins together, pray for one another, uh, do that encouraging piece. I think gathering together for church, too, is you hear it all, right? You, I mean, this is, you know, my, my, my best bud, Andrew Marquez, he, he talks about this over and over, that when you come for church, I mean, this is the one place, kind of the one-stop shop. You, you are, you are uh, given what you need, like you have the scriptures that are read over you, they're taught to you, um, you know, you, you, you hear songs that uh, kind of help lift you up and help you point, uh, point you towards Christ, uh, and all of this goes on. You, you have the, kind of this uh, accountability that comes with it. You have uh, kind of regular discipline that's built in. All of that is so valuable for a Sunday. And when we have reduced it to just, you should make sure that you're here because we want you in the seats, you know, um, that's a bad, bad place to be in. And so I would just encourage you, if you've gotten out of the habit, get back in the habit, just do it. You may not like it, but you should do it. 
because it's going to be way more beneficial than you actually realize. As long as you think it's just me and Jesus got this thing going, right, and we don't need anything else, you're not going to be doing what the New Testament tells us to be doing, right? You can't do these things and follow through and encourage and belong and you know see yourself become more holy through confession and prayer together with others by just, you know, spending time out doing your own thing. And so I think this is a wake-up call, should be a wake-up call, that people gather. And they gather not to sit. Like, don't just come back, right? Get involved. The next step you should be is find the next class you can be involved with and just make yourself with, hang out with those people, right? If you don't like that group, go to the other class and try it out, right? And try it with the next one and the next one until you find people that you can connect with. But you need to be known, right? If you need to go to a church that you're known too, this is this doesn't work sometimes in those churches where you just have to bring your own people. Like you should be in a place where you're going to go and what you need to do is commit and say, we're here, we're not leaving, we're going, and then we're going to get involved as best as we can. Whether that means we're serving, we're in the classes, we're going to do what it takes so that we can now fulfill these things because you will not get what you need the way to maturity in the Christian walk, as long as your faith is simply, I should show up on Sunday or not, it doesn't really matter. So I want to kind of give you some thoughts on that article. Like I said, this is the, uh, if you want to get more from that, you can uh, go to the uh, Wall Street Journal. And uh, the article there is called, Why Middle-Aged Americans Aren't Going Back to Church. You might have to sign up for a free account to get this, unless you're one of those cool people who already pay for it all. But anyways, thanks for listening. And I hope this was helpful. Uh, Talk to you guys later. Like, subscribe. Let me know if there's anything else, uh, any topics you want to hit or anything you want to see either on this one or an OTXNT podcast. Bye-bye.